When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. What a week. The NFL week one is over. Thank God. (laughs) And now we are going to look forward with one step back, one step forward with my good man, Brian, as we focus on the NFC West outlook. Brian, my man, every time we get to talk, I have a good time. How are you today? Uh, I'm wonderful. First of all, my condolences to all of you Niners fans with one caveat. Week one is not representative of the rest of the year, especially when there is an absolute monsoon coming down. So let's let's temper down the expectations. Let's let's give Lance a little bit longer of a leash. We'll find out more over the next couple of weeks. But I just wanted to throw that out there. I saw Big Papa said congratulations on the Dolphins' victory in the chat. Thank Congrats. you. Hats off. Anytime we beat Bill Belichick, I'm happy. I can't wait for a week. Two. I was pulling for you, man, so bad. Now, th- this week, Miami's going to be fun, but we're going to be focusing yeah. mostly on uh, the NFC West. We might jump out some other places, whatever else, focusing on what happened in week one but more importantly we are looking forward um brian with legit football he puts out his confidence score on every single game each week we're gonna be mm-hmm. talking spreads now the worst thing about this week oh what's up phil glad to see phil uh in the chat here my worst <laughs> thing my biggest complaint every nfc west team plays at the exact same time this week yeah i hate with, that all of them within 20 point. minutes yeah and you guys had it well great last week because everybody played at a different time right? right so thursday night monday night different games on sunday complete opposite you're gonna have to be watching eyes on or uh, maybe you just leave it up to me i'll watch all the other games besides seahawks niners i'll come back next week and talk about the nfc west there we go uh thank you flynn he says uh how was your birthday birthday was great the big 4-0 i'm a man now life is good welcome to the club um, yeah there we go man I, i'm feeling great i'm feeling i'm feeling better than ever right now i do real quick one quick update um excited to announce this next tuesday i'm going to be live on 49ers.com um so this is a new partnership that we are doing um different content creators so i'm gonna be live on 49ers channel working with them um tuesday at 10 uh, at noon 
come join us. We're going to start the feed on my channel. Then we're going to shift over to 49ers.com just to do that. And so this is, is a big deal uh, for me, anyway, to have the 49ers recognize what we do and reach out and try to do something to link up and build a community. So uh, if you haven't yet, head over there, join their supporters club. Uh, it's a big deal. Uh, just bridging the community, man. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So the first part, Big Papa, will be on YouTube and Twitter and everywhere we usually go, but they've asked me to cut it off on my channels about 10 to 15 minutes in. Then they want the rest of it over on their feed. So it's a way to kind of bridge and build kind of their community, uh, which is awesome. Uh, just the fact that somebody over there, the 49ers knows what we do here. Uh, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. So I uh, appreciate the support there. Now, here we go. Let's do what we're here to do. Mm-hmm. We started with the Rams. Uh, no, we started at the bottom, uh, but I don't want to do that. I, Brian and I didn't talk about order. Can we start with the Cardinals at Raiders? This so are we, not, are we not looking back any week, week yes. at all? We're going right into week two? Or? So here's what I was thinking. Yeah, let's look back a little bit, but I want to focus on the Cardinals right now. Okay. And so let's do all of the Cardinals. Let's sandwich this bad boy together. Gotcha. Cardinals Perfect. last week. Cardinals this week, what we thought. I've got some injury notes and all those things. So I, I think probably one of the worst performances, if you're not a Dallas Cowboys fan or maybe a Jets fan, Cardinals bottom five performance in the league after oh, week yeah. one? Easily. Maybe top three. I, I, I'm with you. Maybe the, the the Jets and certainly the Cowboys are probably, everybody could agree, is, is the worst. Uh, especially with that, with that DAC uh, injury news. Uh, the, I said on my show that there are certain things that we talk about, certain narratives that get either completely proven wrong or completely proven right in week one. And I've been saying on this show, and John, you've been with me on this, that the Cardinals are a mess and that they have thrived in the past by starting hot and then completely crumbling, but they did not have DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, Rondale Moore got injured. J.J. Watt didn't play. Zach Ertz didn't play. It was it, there was just on top of the fact that we're already not high on Kingsbury. So this was one of those things that I was screaming on your show that, hey, the Chiefs are going to pound them. Andy Reid's going to come out there. Who cares that Tyreek's not there? The secondary in Arizona can't hang. And man, it was even crazier than I thought. So that's my first impression in this game is that I predicted the Chiefs to win, the Chiefs to cover, and they more than covered. They absolutely annihilated a team that for a, a long time was the number one seed in the NFC last year. That's why. Yeah. And, I mean, it was just, they couldn't do anything. I mean, it literally, the Chiefs could do at will. And by halfway through the second quarter, they were just like, all right, this game's decided. It was over. It was over. And the sad thing is, it's getting worse for them. You talked about their injuries. Cody mm-hmm. Ford, their starting guard's already on IR. Um, Justin Pugh is slated to be back, so that's huge. But their offensive tackle, Rashad Coward, he's out. Uh, Trayvon Mullen, cornerback, who they traded for, probably not going to play. Just got him, yep. Yeah, just got him, and he's not going to play. Uh, safety, Jalen Thompson, he's still out, not practicing. J.J. Watt, still out. Zach Gertz, 50-50 chance he plays right. this week. Rondell he Moore. today, but yeah. Right. So I think he will play, but Rondell Moore and Andy Isabella still not practicing. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a lot of injuries at star-level players, or at least starter-level players, for week two. And they're going up against a good team. They're going up against the Raiders, and they are five-and-a-half-point dogs. Yeah. So a couple things in this game. First of all, shout out to Greg Dortch. I mentioned him as a training camp star on this you show. Did. Uh, and look at that. He had like nine. He led the team of targets. So that's crazy. Um, so if you're doing fantasy or DFS and you want a, a cheap play, look for Greg Dortch because you know what? Arizona's going to have to be playing from behind again. 
uh, a couple of things. Uh, the two biggest weaknesses for the Raiders that really we saw exposed against the Chargers are the offensive line and the secondary. Arizona is not set up to take advantage of either of those things. Nope. So I don't think that comes into play. This is a the the home opener for Las Vegas. I thought the Raiders, minus the pass rush and Derek Carr getting absolutely annihilated by by Bosa and Mack, uh, they were still able to move the ball. They certainly, we saw that the Devontae Adams chemistry with Derek Carr is still alive, maybe a too alive. He needs to get his other pass catchers involved, but I think this is the game where it happens. I think the Raiders uh, come motivated. I think they have a far superior offense uh, and a middle-of-the-road defense, but that with, with how many people Arizona's missing, I just think the edge is very, very far in uh, on the Raiders' side. Um, should be high scoring. Should be one of those. I just don't see either of these secondaries really slowing down the other team. Uh, but at the end of the day, I got the Raiders winning and covering that five and a half points. I do too. I do yeah. too. And you look at both these teams, they're both 0 1. Um, I would argue probably two of the better divisions in football with the AFC West and the NFC West. It may be the two best. Hole. I think we can agree with that. They're the two best. Yeah. Even though, you know, the NFC West went one and three, which uh, not used to seeing them it's at the bottom week. there. Uh, yeah. But yeah. You're right. It's one week. Um, so I, I'm with you. So you've got these teams and man, Owen two is not a place you want to be. And, you know, we'll, we'll reiterate this when we talk about the Rams and the 49ers, uh, the Seahawks are the only like safe team that's already got one win in there, which is just crazy. Can, in and can, of can you repeat that? The Seahawks are the only safe team. The Seahawks, we at least yeah. got to acknowledge them for one second and then we can never talk about that again, but we've been dunking on them all off season. Yeah. I think this was more home crowd, Russ coming in, game plan, all of that stuff. But, you know, kudos to you, Seattle. Okay, we got it out of our system. Let's move forward. First time in NFL history that a team forced a fumble on the one-yard line and recovered it in back-to-back possession. Twice, yeah. Never happened, ever, in the history of the NFL. It's never hey, happened. But, hey, but, John, that was Pete Carroll's scheme. It was their That's system right. that got the, that once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Give That's me right. Break. That guy ran into the, his own player's butt and fumbled it. Butt fumble 2.0. Uh, yep. Anyway, but, hey— did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on prize picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great. It, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis, more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So, download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to 100 Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit matchup up to $100 over on prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Congrats to them. Mm -hmm. Now, um, and so yeah, I'm with you. I don't, I don't see the Cardinals winning this, and I could mm -hmm. see this getting 
bad, 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 yeah. bad. Look at Mosquito Killer. Uh, yeah, question right here. Arizona finished last place in the NFC West this year. I don't think they will. I think yeah. they'll still pass Seattle. I still have Seattle last place considerably. Um, but Arizona, I don't have them making playoffs. If you bet with us on Patreon, um, the two biggest bets that I put in on teams not making the playoffs uh, was Arizona and the Dallas Cowboys, mm-hmm. um, which, um, yeah, Dallas Cowboys, that one's that one's hitting. That, that was looking very good right yeah. now. Uh, and I'm completely agreeing with you. I don't think Arizona finishes the season. I still think there's such a lack of talent on the Seattle team. They were hyped for that Monday night. The crowd was in it. That's not going to – they still have Geno Smith, who, by the way, yes, looked amazing at the beginning – he only threw for like 50 yards in the second half. So it, we're going to get the Geno Smith experience. Arizona's going to get healthier. <laughs> that sounds get like the Hopkins. best ride ever. Like, oh, what <laughs> do you Geno guys want to go experience. ride next? Let's do the Geno Smith experience. Uh, uh, yep. uh, only the Drew Locke experience might be more exciting as far as ups and downs. So That's go. not going to have any safety protocols whatsoever. No, Every, no. Everybody has a chance to be to be dead on that one. Yep, yep. Okay, so is there anything else on this Cardinals-Raiders game we want to touch on before we jump forward? This is maybe one of the most straightforward as far as I just think the Raiders are, are, are actually going to be fighting for a playoff spot in a very, very tough division in the AFC West. They hung with the Chargers. The Chargers, I think, are one of the best teams in the NFL. I don't think that's indicative of this game. I think at home, as I mentioned, I think the offense is going to have no trouble moving the ball against that really weak Arizona secondary, especially without a healthy pass rush. Uh, yeah, I, I think this is an easy one. Put money in the bank. Raiders to cover. Dude, I love it. I love it. Right here, I want to say, what's up? Troy says, hope to meet a lot of fellow fans at the Denver tailgate. Yeah, we, we've got that completely set up at 49ers Rush Road Trip. Uh, you know, you get to hang out, meet Navarro Bowman Saturday night. Saturday night. We're going to be hanging out, drinking, partying, watching all the early games before the Sunday night game. Um, go get your tickets, 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. This is one of those we do expect to sell out. I can keep telling people that, uh, but we had like 50 people show up. Oh, I thought we could get tickets at the door in Chicago. And it's like, oh, man. We only have so much space, and we're going to, you know, we can't do that. And as always, wherever we go, look for the 49ers rush road trip flag. Uh, that lets you know where our parties are. Now, let's head to the Super Bowl champs, uh, the Rams, uh, the Falcons. They might have got a nice little treat here. Travel to Los Angeles to play mm-hmm. the Rams. They are, and again, I don't want to focus on this week yet. Let's look back week. We all saw them get destroyed in the yeah. Thursday game. Thoughts on the Rams, Brian? Yeah, there's a couple things. You and I both picked L.A. to win that game. Uh, but the one factor I kept bringing up, I think there was one factor that's going to come into play. It's the the new-look Rams offensive line coupled with that Bills pass rush. And we just saw that on a whole other level than maybe we even thought. On the other side of the ball, Buffalo continued what they did last season where they were just unstoppable, especially towards the end of the season. So I think that's a reflection of just how good the Bills are coupled with the fact that the the offensive line definitely has some concerns there. But now they get a nice break. They get the Atlanta Falcons who, hey, they played New Orleans strong. They kind of gave the game in at the end, but they were in control for much of that game. But I think this is absolutely a bounce-back game for the Rams. Uh, I think you're going to see run heavy because I think if there is a strength in that Atlanta secondary, it is the second uh, – or the defense is the secondary with A.J. Terrell there. Um, I like Terrell I, a lot. I like yeah. him a lot coming out. He's great, and he's already you know, rough rookie season, but last year was actually a top-five corner. 
So I think, and this is a team that allowed 151 yards versus the Saints on 19 carries. Now, one of those was like an 80-yard touchdown by Taysom Hill. But even without that, all the running backs had at least, anyone who carried the ball for the Saints had at least four and a half yards per carry. I think you're going to see a lot of Daryl Henderson. I think Akers is going to get a chance to redeem himself. Any of you fantasy players that already kind of threw the towel in on Akers? Oh, no. No, absolutely not. (laughs) Not unless you're really, really deep. And I I did. I have him in one of my dynasty leagues, and I am sitting him this week because all the players players I have in instead I'm more confident in but it would not surprise me if Akers bounces back and scores a touchdown and maybe has you know 60 total yards of scrimmage certainly an improvement over last week but I think McVay's going to come out with a great game plan they're going to control the ball on the ground I don't think there's Atlanta can do much to move the ball I think this Rams defense is going to have a bounce back against Mariota um I've actually got them covering. I got 10 and a half is the spread that I have on uh, from run your pool. I know it's rich, but I just feel like at home that the Rams are going to win this by two touchdowns. And the Falcons always play well against the saints. Like it's like one of the biggest rivalries in the NFL. My issue with the Seahawks against the Niners. It's the same kind of thing. Yeah. That's why that you see that double digit point spread. It's just like, Ooh, these guys hate each other. It doesn't matter. Like they're going to fight. I mean, that's what it is. But whatever, I look at the Rams, my biggest concern for them moving forward, three out of their top six offensive linemen are out. Uh, Brian Words, or Brian Allen, their center, out two to four weeks. Offensive tackle, Joe Dopeblum, he's probably not playing. Their backup, who would be playing if for one of those guys, Logan Bruss, he's already on IR. So we saw the pressure. Obviously, Atlanta's not going to generate similar pressure to them as the Bills did. But one of the things as a Niners fan that I'm very excited to watch on this game how often is is Matt Stafford being pressured? Because if he's if they're getting after it, if the Falcons can get into his face, that's telling. It, it's that is be very bad. telling. That is something to watch as far as the rest of the season. I don't see that happening. You've basically got Grady Jarrett, who's fantastic up the middle. Not a lot else in the pass rush department. So that if that does manifest, if we see the Falcons really getting after Stafford, then yes, now we're concerned for the entire season, and this is going to be a problem that lingers. However, I don't expect that to happen. I, like I said, I think they're going to go more run heavy. I don't think there'll be as many opportunities. I don't think mm-hmm. LA's going to be playing from behind like they were against Buffalo early on. So uh, I don't think we'll see it to that degree. I think LA is going to bounce back, and I'm pretty confident about middle of the road, my confidence level, that the Rams will actually cover this game. Yeah, it's it's a weird one. That's just so many points, but it is at home. Yeah. And man, I don't know. I've, I've week one's weird because it's so weird. Yeah. you can you can mask a lot of stuff. But now the tape's out there, and once that tape's out there, everybody can see it. And speaking of the tape, we do have our scouting report episode done by uh, with Forty ers Cutback Crew. Um, that is going to be available at two o'clock, right at the end of this show, over on our Patreon. So if you want to jump into the all twenty-two, that is the Seattle Seahawks offense, defense, all that stuff. That's going to be available uh, on our Patreon channel at two o'clock today. We put up over six hours of content on Patreon this week alone, and we're not done. Um, so if you're one of those people that's just like wants more content, we got you. Support the show, help us out, allow us to do all the fun things that we do. Uh, Patreon's the best way. Patreon.com slash 49ers Rush Podcast. Go check it out. And again, if you if you subscribe, you don't like it, 100% money back guaranteed. No questions asked. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, is Was Subway? There was somebody that was doing that. I don't think it was Subway. Somebody was doing money back. 
most businesses don't do that. Domino's because- used to do it years ago with the with the delivery, like thirty minutes or your money back or something. And of course, people took advantage of it. But that's that's neither here nor there. <laughs> there we go. All right, so. Rams probably going to get in the victory column this week. I think yeah. they're going to, even if they don't cover the spread, right? I think they're going to the be back at that. Win. And again, you know, I looked up statistically for teams that start zero and two, they have a twelve percent chance to make the playoffs. So it's not like it's over if you do that. It's just difficult. And again, just to put this into perspective, last year the 49ers were three and five with Jimmy Garoppolo as a starting quarterback. I know that seems like an ancient world back then. You had statistically a seven percent chance to make the playoffs with a three and five record uh, along NFL lines. Yet the 49ers made this uh, NFC Championship. So uh, statistics they prove a point, but they can't be broken. Uh, right. Mosquito Killer says, please do not start 0-2. I don't think they're going to start 0-2. I really, really don't. So before we jump into the Niners, let's start with the Seahawks. Let's look back for the Seahawks. Then let's look back for the Niners. Then jump forward. Okay. So I, I kind of already gave my thoughts on why Seattle ended up winning. I actually was very adamant that Seattle would cover. I did not pick them to win, but everybody kept coming out saying, oh, the Broncos are going to crush them. I didn't see it that way. I, I saw the home crowd. I actually thought Pete Carroll would, would control the clock more, which I'm surprised he kind of let Geno sling it. Uh, but it worked. I think Geno came out with a, with a point to prove. I think Russell looked a little shaky in the first half. I don't know if it was coming back and just the emotions of all of it, but he did. He looked uncomfortable. He wasn't slinging the ball downfield. He got more comfortable towards the second half. One of the surprises, and this is something to keep in mind for the Niners game, is that Seahawks offensive line actually looked good. It looked better than the Broncos offensive line until the fourth quarter, and then we did see Charles Cross get beat bad twice by Bradley Chubb, and both of those ended up in a sack. So eventually, I think the, the talent and maybe the inexperience came back to bite him. But for those first three quarters, honestly, with two rookies starting, we, we John, we mentioned all offseason that that was a big question mark. Uh, so far, so good with the Seattle offensive line. We'll have to see if they continue to play that way. Yeah, I think you're right now. But again, I mean, if you step back and look, like they had 250 yards total offense. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like they were like moving the ball. That That's right. third worst in the NFL. And the 49ers played in a damn monsoon. Uh, passing yards, 177 passing yards. Like, they were on the back end of a lot. Um, they did only they, have seven drives, I believe. So it, it was the opposite. Denver actually controlled the clock and ended up losing. Uh, but that's a whole nother. You don't have to get Denver into had that. 433 total yards. Like yeah. they moved the ball at will. At they just the two points. fumbles on the one yard line. That's One coaching, of those John. changes. It is. It, I'm We've just saying, saying it. We've been saying it. Coaching, coaching matters. matters. And Hackett, good gosh. That was about as bad as you could see. Uh, yeah, look at this. Twelve percent make the playoffs, like kicking a sixty-plus yard field goal. Twelve percent versus yeah. going for it fourth and five with Russell Wilson. Yeah, it was it was a bad decision. It was just yep. a bad decision. All right, now before we jump into the Niners, real quick uh, word from our sponsor. While the Chargers and Chiefs prepare to battle for the AFC West on Thursday night, prepare for your winning season at my bookie. Some like to bet to earn, some want to bet to make it more exciting. Either way, my bookie gives you the most for your money with a double deposit bonus. It's quick. If you put in $250 deposit, you get $500 in your account instantly. And you can use your funds to bet on as many games, contests, props as you want. All you have to do to claim your bonus, head to 
mybookie.ag and use promo code 49ERS. That's 49ers. Designed to add more excitement to the games and the sports you love. It's only week two of the NFL season, which means there's still plenty of time to get in on the action. So don't miss out. Head to mybookie.ag and use promo code 49ERS. Man, you hear that raspy voice that was right after the game? <laughs> oh, man, I was bringing a lot of screaming, screaming man. Yep. Uh, it, it took a little while. I'm, get, I'm getting the throat back a little bit. We'll, we'll see what's going on there. Uh, so, Niners. I, I'm very curious, Brian, mm-hmm. um, because, again, you're not a Niners guy, but right. you do come on the show every week. You know what we're about. I want to know your assessment of the 49ers in their week one loss. Uh, first of all, it is very difficult to get a true assessment because of just how awful the weather is. There's bad weather games where teams can still do essentially what they want, short of maybe a slippery ball here and there. And then there's games where just throw everything out the window. It really doesn't matter as much. You can have the Bills playing the Cowboys without Dak, and if the weather's bad enough, it's going to be a close game. Uh, for some reason, the 49ers always seem to find themselves in these games. I remember that one from a couple years ago where Bose is doing the slide. Uh, honestly, San Francisco was still outplaying Chicago. What we thought would happen, happened early. The The pass rush was was getting to Justin Fields. The, the Bears' offensive line looked dreadful. Uh, but they just, Lance Mate didn't take advantage of some of the opportunities to pull away. Um, made some questionable decisions. That interception was particularly bad, where he just kind of stared down his receiver, wasn't paying attention to the coverage around him, things like that. Uh, certainly didn't help that Eli Mitchell got injured early. They weren't really able to get the running game going. But I still think overall, top to bottom, the 49ers actually played better than Chicago. But the Bears got that one touchdown to Dante Pettis where he just happened to be open on a busted play. Fields throws it to the other side of the field, which is normally a horrible decision, but it worked out. So the, I think the Bears at home got a little bit more momentum. It was a sloppy game that kind of equalized a lot of the differences in the two teams. Uh, I think we need to see this week exactly what San Francisco looks like against a division rival. I think we'll have a lot more data. I'm not panicking on anyone. I actually mentioned on our, we're doing a fantasy show because we're doing five days a week now, guys, in 30 minutes of football. Tuesday is our fantasy show. By low candidates, I listed Trey Lance. I, if there's a guy out there who drafted Trey Lance and after game one was, was out for a fantasy perspective, I'm like, no, that's one game. The weather was awful. He's got the rushing ability. I believe in the Shanahan scheme. He will be better. And I think the 49ers will be better too. That being said, we pretty much chalked this up as a victory uh, for the 49ers when we were breaking down the schedule. Yeah, not great to start 0-1. No, it's not. Um, and again, now you get to come home, and you get an extra day's rest on to Seattle, which I think is important. Um, and again, injuries are a lot because you know the 49ers are about to start practice right now. George Kittle is not out there early. Uh, not sure if he's going to practice today or not. I, I said earlier I expected him to be in a blue non-contact jersey, but it seems like they're going to wait till tomorrow. I still do expect Kittle to play this week, but we'll see. Daniel Brunskill, I do not think that he's going to be playing, and if he was, he would be the starting center. That's how bad our starting center was. I, I really did not like Jake Brindell's performance versus the Bears. I thought he played very poorly. Elijah Mitchell, who you said's out. But Seattle's got a lot of guys out, too. Artie Burns mm-hmm. didn't practice. Jamal Adams, his season's over, Done. which yeah. sucks. That's sad. Uh, there, it, it is sad. He's uh, We make He's a lot of a jokes, lot of yeah. uh, and he talks a lot of trash and stuff, but I, I don't I don't want that. Uh, the yeah. good news is he got paid a lot of money, which is great, but I hate the injury. Um yeah. 
hate the injury. Their long snapper's out, which could affect special teams. Uh, they're going to have to replace him. And By the way, real quick, uh, in case we skim over the long snapper, we saw what happened in the Cincinnati-Pittsburgh game when the long snapper is injured. That cost Cincinnati the game because the snap was bad on that what would have been the game-winning extra point. So don't don't look over that. And Javon Kinlaw had a block kick last week. So he almost got another one when we were going through the film. So, uh, yeah, the special teams are going to be a big deal here. And mm -hmm. starting defensive end, Alton Robinson is on IR now. So it, both teams have some key injuries. Going to be kind of curious to see what that looks like. Now the spread is down. It was double digits. Now it's down to eight and a half points because guess what? It's going to be raining again. Mm -hmm. um, so... Uh, Bay Area rain, like, which is not Chicago rain, but yes. <laughs> that is true. But it's still yeah. going to be a mess. Uh, right. Both these teams being where they're geographically located and play outdoors, kind of used to it. I don't see this being as big a factor, but uh, right. what are some of your thoughts on this game, 49ers for Seahawks? I actually, when I was making my notes for the prep for the show today, I went and checked the weather. I did see that it was light rain. I don't think this is going to affect the game plan anywhere to the degree of last Sunday. Uh, I think the big thing is going to come down to uh, that offensive line of the Seahawks versus this 49ers pass rush, which I'm clearly going to give the edge to San Francisco, even with me just mentioning that the Seattle offensive line played better than I expected them to. Uh, one thing we got to mention, Shanahan's 2-8 and eight against the Seahawks. You call it a mental thing. Call it, you know, Carroll's good at scheming against him, whatever. Uh, something to keep in mind. I, I think the talent will win out here, I think meaning on the San Francisco side, I think that there was so much energy in that home game. Russ coming, there was just so much motivation for Seattle that I think there's going to be a little bit of a, you know, letting the air out slightly against a, a superior uh, 49ers team. I think they'll get to, to execute their game plan more, even if it's rainy a little. It's not like the monsoon. I really like the 49ers to bounce back here. I've got them winning. I do not have them covering on, I do the run your pool VIP picks. We had nine and a half when I made my picks. I was not going to take San Francisco at nine and a half. So I did pick Seattle to cover, but I'm thinking more like a six to seven point victory for San Francisco. Yeah, we're, we're doing a full episode uh, where we dive into kind of our thoughts on it and all that stuff. But man, I love hearing that. I, I, I do agree with you. I, I want to see it now. When the schedule came out, I circled week two because, as you said, uh, 49ers, I think they've lost 15 out of 18 games versus uh, the Seattle Seahawks. Mm. They have had our number. Now, all of those had Russell Wilson playing. He is That's no true. longer there. That is true. So what is it that caused this giant you know, <laughs> domination from the Seattle Seahawks? I'm telling you right now, 49ers are pissed. The media and all the stuff and whatever else. I don't care. They're going home. It's their home opener. No more Russell Wilson. If there ever was a game where somebody's going to come out just pissed off, it, it's going to be it's going to be a lot. Um, I, I could totally see the 49ers just and Kyle Shanahan leaving his starters in until the fourth quarter, no matter what the situation is. Um, from Clayton, the man behind the scene who crushes it all the time, he says, a quarter inch of rain on Sunday and might hold off till five. So it's possible, you know, it could be damp out there or whatever, but it's not going to be anything like what it was. And I'll say this. Right. I do not think the 40 hours lost last week because of the rain. I don't, I don't think that's what it was. I mean, there was some rain early on, but that downpour did not happen until after right. I mean, the second that Chicago scored that touchdown to go up by two scores immediately, man, just boom. Um, it hit. 
So I think it's interesting. It's going to be a fun week. So real quick recapping. You have the Rams, the 49ers, and the Raiders winning this week. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Correct, yes. I also have those same three teams winning. And we're going to be doing a full betting special, which we share all of those over on our Patreon page. Um, That's where we leave all that. So, Brian, before we jump out of here, my friend, what's the schedule? I'm joining the show this week, right? Yes. Yeah, actually, I was waiting to plug that. We are – I. Friday is our full game picks, so John can give the same information he does. I don't know what he's going to give tomorrow, but we're going to go through all 15 games. Obviously, it'll be after tonight's game. Um, We're going to be doing that every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. John is my guest tomorrow, so we'll get to preview all 15 games that are left in week two, give our thoughts, and make our picks there. I'm pretty excited about this uh, because, again, I'm always so narrowly focused mm-hmm. on, on the 49ers. So, uh, yeah, it's 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 going to be a big deal. And, oh, I love this. Kelly, who we got to hang out with, man. Awesome dude. Um, he said 5.8 inches of rain wow. fell in Chicago uh, compared to a quarter inch of rain that is expected to fall this yeah. week. A little bit of a difference. Correct. Um, just 20 times different. Not even 20. I think it's 24 times. Uh, anyway, Shot J, thank you so much. He says, like, subscribe, Patreon, do it. Uh, anything else we uh, have left out by mistake, Brian, that we need to get to before we jump out of here? No, we do a re- recap of the whole schedule. As I mentioned, John will be on tomorrow, but every Monday and Thursday, including later today, if you're interested, we do a 30 minutes of football preview of the Monday Night Football and Thursday Night Football. So that'll start at 4.30 Pacific, uh, 7.30 Eastern. Tuesday, we've got our fantasy show at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Wednesday, starting next week, doing a power ranking show with NFL at NFL Stats. If you guys are on Twitter and you see the NFL Stats guy, that's Jimmy Ray. He's going to be on the show every Wednesday. Um, and then, as I mentioned, every Friday, we got the game picks starting tomorrow with my man, John Chapman. All right, there we go. There we go. want to say thank you to Clayton, the man behind the scene. And as always, our executive producers, James W. and 49ers George 365. Appreciate you guys. And until next time, stay strong, faithful. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.